Welcome to the Counterfeit Sleep Podcast, where we help you answer today's most important health and wellness question. Is your sleep making you tired? I'm your host, O2 Tara Clancy. Join me each week for the stories, the science, and the solutions to help you banish counterfeit sleep and have more energy, increased productivity, and a reflection in the mirror you love. Go ahead and subscribe and you'll get each new episode as soon as it goes live. If your sleep is making you tired, it's time to change that and get back to being you. The Counterfeit Sleep Podcast, Season 1, Episode 11. When was the last time you felt sad? If you're like most people, feelings of sadness are more common than ever, especially with all the loss and uncertainty we have in our world right now. But what happens when feeling blue persists and deepens? What happens when on a beautiful sunny day with your precious young children, you have a dark storm cloud hanging over you? That's exactly what happened to our guest today, Cindy Chosick. Cindy is a professional speaker and a ghostwriter on mental health. She speaks and writes about how depression and anxiety creep into our lives without us even knowing it. Through her work, she helps us connect the dots to the symptoms, solutions, and sound bites to mental wellness so we can help ourselves, our teams, and our loved ones. And today, Cindy shares her story and key insights with us. In this episode, you'll recognize what anxiety and depression look like and feel like. You'll learn what you can do to help yourself or a loved one. And you'll understand the significant role of sleep in mental health. So listen in and then learn your risk of counterfeit sleep. Take the screening at counterfeitsleep.com. Hello, Cindy, and welcome to the Counterfeit Sleep Podcast. Thank you, Tara. This is wonderful to be here. And I'm so excited to get to talk to you, uh, especially because we are in Mental Health Month and, um, you know, Nationwide Mental Health Awareness Month. It's such an important time always for us to be thinking about mental health, of course, but especially now with everything that we're dealing with and and our modern lives in general. So, um, and and we've spoken on a couple of different occasions about different things. So, as I said, I'm really glad to have the chance to, to speak with you here today, uh, you know, on, on the podcast. And, and the thing I want to start with is, is this idea, um, you know, on, um, on the Counterfeit Sleep podcast, we often talk about this idea of the XYZ formula, right? And we say, mm-hmm. if you have problem X, ask why mm. and make your primary suspect your Z's. And by that, I mean your sleep, right? Yeah. And and when it comes to mental health, I think that is so true. And and I'll just give you this example. Um, A bunch of years ago, when I was um, newly divorced, and I'd newly gone back to work full time, and I had two very young kids, uh, you might say I had a bit of stress in my life, right? And Mm -hmm. when when it got to the point that I was really like, practically biting off my kids' heads over everything. I was like, okay, you know what? I just need to go talk to somebody. I need to, I need to work through this. And I, I, 
ended up speaking with this therapist and I told her what was going on. And she said, well, it sounds like you may be dealing with a generalized anxiety disorder. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And to be honest with you, I was like, what? Anxiety? Are you kidding me? (laughs) She was so right. And I had mm-hmm. never really put the pieces together, you know, and, and I have a ton of psychology in my right. background and, you know, and I, I think of myself as pretty aware, but I just never recognized it. And yet I had a bunch of signs and I know it's stuff that we're going to talk about as we go through. Um, so it was such an eye opener for me. And I'm just by talking with this therapist and gaining some perspective, things really changed for me. So again, that's mm-hmm. why I'm so happy for us to talk today, because I know you have uh, a great story to tell and some really mm-hmm. great information to share too, that really mm-hmm. may help our listeners, you know, just get to that place of feeling good. So why don't I turn it over to you? so you can tell us a little bit about your story and a little bit about what your experience has been. Thank you. Yes, Tara. Uh, Interestingly enough, uh, my experience is similar to yours, but uh, I was diagnosed with depression. And this was back in 2008. Same thing, had uh, three little kids. They were uh, six, five, and five. And that summer was just so, it was beyond stressful. So if I had a rubber band uh, and I I pulled it as tight as it could before it snaps, that's how I felt. And I was crying all the time and I was uh, just obsessed. I was obsessed with staining our deck that year. And for whatever reason, it had to be done that year. And it was really wild. And, and a friend of mine came by and she brought lemonade and I started talking with her. And there was a cable man in our, in our yard on the pole because we have cable issues. The children were literally frolicking in the yard, which I didn't even know frolicking was anywhere outside of a, a story, a storybook <laughs> for kids. And uh, I'm sitting there bawling on our newly stained deck to my girlfriend and I have no idea why and uh she leaned in and she said Cindy I think I think you might be depressed and Mm. I was shocked like you I'm like what do I have to be depressed about I have a great husband I have these great kids who happen to be frolicking the yard (laughs) and uh and then you know we have food we have clothes we have jobs we have you know everything a roof over our head there was nothing to be depressed about And she explained um, depression and anxiety are not emotional issues. They're more mental health issues. Uh, Now, in current day today, uh, they call it, they've changed them to mental diseases. Mm. And it was really interesting to me because I I was shocked. I thought, oh gosh, I just figured it kind of, it kind of, you know, you shared with me, it kind of seeped into your life and it does that. So my metaphor I use, it's like a storm. One day you're, you're feeling sunny and there's not a cloud in the sky. And then like the next day, a couple of clouds might creep in and then it's a little bit darker. And then all of a sudden it's lightning and raining and pouring. And then all of a sudden the boat is rocking and there's a tornado coming. Right. And, and so, and that's how I have learned. That's kind of the model that I follow for my own mental health checks uh, to see where I'm at on those five phases of the storm. And you know what, let's, let's just unpack that a little bit too, because I think it's such an important point, you know, of saying, um, Let's just take and like think about going downstairs too, right? Like when mm-hmm. if you look if you're at the top of the stairs, like I have a puppy now, right? And and mm-hmm. we laugh. She she's almost nine months. She goes down the stairs no problem, 
But mm-hmm. we laugh when we think back to just, you know, six months ago when she used to stand at the top and like be so afraid to go down because it looks like such a big deal, right? Mm-hmm. When, but when you make, when you go down that first step, the next step isn't such a big deal because it's closer, right? And right. I think that's what happens a lot of time with any kind of mental wellness or, or mental health kind of thing. Mm-hmm. If you're at the top and you take that one step down, then you're so much closer to the next step and you mm-hmm. do that, and then you don't necessarily realize what things looked like from above because you've made right. this small step down. And mm-hmm. so by the time you know you can get to the bottom and you completely forget what mm-hmm. the top looked like and you don't really right. realize. So, so I think that idea that you mentioned about coming so slowly or this, as a storm, it comes in so slowly, you, right. you don't really realize and you can be right in the middle of it and it not even recognize in. it because it creeps mm-hmm. in. Good. Yeah, it that does. definitely, I think that's yeah. such an important point to, to um, you know, for, for uh, listeners to really think about, you know. Absolutely. And, and when I share that, when I speak, um, a lot of people can resonate with it. They're like, oh my gosh. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you don't even realize you're not your same regular person. Right. And that was the other thing my, my girlfriend told me was that she suffers through anxiety, yeah. uh, like you. And um, when she's anxious, she turns into a raging bee. Mm. you know? And so, and she explained, she said, we all have different symptoms. Where in 2008, I was thinking, well, gosh, if I was depressed, I wouldn't be able to get out of bed. Well, I could get out of bed. It was just other things that were like driving me to do other um, right. symptoms. So yeah, um, people may have a um, an impression of somebody who's depressed, like you said, who cannot mm-hmm. get out of bed, but that is not, everybody's going to express it differently, just like right. they'll express anxiety, anxiety differently. So maybe, you know, somebody can't think who's, mm-hmm. um, you know, feeling anxious, say, or somebody can't have an emotional a positive emotional kind of uh, relationship with somebody because they're anxious you're right I mean it manifests in different ways which goes back Mm -hmm. to what I was saying before about that xyz thing whatever the Mm -hmm. problem may be it you know it may be the important thing really is to ask why ask yourself today's most important health and wellness question is your sleep making you tired go to is your sleep making you tired.com and get your copy today. Today's sponsor asks this important question. Have you done a mental health check today? Have you been feeling off? How long have you felt that way? Cindy Chosick is a speaker, ghostwriter, and author who connects the dots to the symptoms, solutions, and sound bites so we can help ourselves our teams, and our loved ones. Learn more at GetSoConnected.com. Okay, so exactly. good. Yeah. So, and then uh, she told, you know, she said it comes in, in different people differently. Just like when I had, I had my first bout of anxiety, diagnosed anxiety a few years ago. So I can relate to you on that level too. Uh, and that was right after a car accident, a major mm. car accident with my kids. And I had gone into, so yours, your anxiety, what was your anxiety symptoms? Uh, I was, it was definitely on the emotional and I was really mm-hmm. ready to bite my kids That's head right. off at the smallest thing, you know, mm-hmm. I just, mm-hmm. I just didn't have the emotional bandwidth for, right. for them. Forget, 
you know, they weren't even trying to frolic. They were just trying to <laughs> walk around the house. And I was like losing it. And I knew, you know, and I, and I know I had a ton of stress in my life because of all those right. changes. So it was just yeah. almost like the straw that b- broke the camel's back. You know, it was like yes. too much to take on, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, and what, what was great about what you did was that you recognize that you're not your normal self. And sometimes it takes us till, you know, the storm's coming in, it's raining and now, you know, the light is coming and we're like, what is going on? This is not who I am. So let me ask you now, let's connect it to the sleep piece because that's mm-hmm. a big part for a lot of people it in is. general, right? And I will yes. tell you for me, um, you know, I didn't realize until much later, um, you know, after this anxiety thing, I didn't realize till much later that I was actually getting counterfeit sleep as well. But mm-hmm. what I did realize in in hindsight, once I found out I was getting counterfeit sleep was that I know that when when I would be like having like a really, you know, big moment where I was really anxious, I would be like, you know what, I'm just going to go lay down and I'm just going to go nap for a while and whatever. So on some level, I knew that uh, I needed to sleep. I didn't realize, um, I didn't realize that I was having a sleep problem at night. um, And Mm -hmm. that's what was kind of driving it for me. Um, But once I did end up you know, kind of uh, banishing the counterfeit sleep, then the anxiety really did resolve itself. Did you find a sleep component for in your experience? Do you have any, um, you know, uh, thoughts on that or any comments? On oh, that? for sure. For sure. Now that I've, I've been on this side of it, you know, I can kind of, uh, recognize when things are getting revved up, when that storm is starting to creep in and I'm not feeling like myself, or there's days that I have to say, I, I don't want to be alone today. Uh, Cause something just, you know, whatever it was just yeah. kind of creeped in. And, uh, and, and then the anxiety when the, I can recognize the anxiety and what I realized this, this past year, it was interesting because I started getting anxiety at night. Mm-hmm. And, and so And then I started relating it back to like other times in my life when I had the active depression and all that kind of stuff where like, I couldn't sleep. Like I'd be Mm -hmm. up to like one in the morning and for no reason, you know, maybe it's, you know, the change of life with menopause or whatever it could be, uh, or stress. And I didn't equate stress to the anxiety or depression. To me, it was three different things, but the sleep, the lack of sleep came in, Uh, especially this past year, because I would end up getting like anxiety, sleep anxiety on Sunday nights and not be able to sleep because the new week was coming. And and I, yeah, can I, it is. And then, so, so now when I, when I can't sleep at night, I have to like, think back, okay, what am I feeling similar to the mental health checks? I teach people to do, you know, do a mental health check every day, uh, several times a day, but like, what am I, what am I thinking? What am I feeling? What's going on in my life? And then, you know, do some breathing, um, see if there's pain anywhere, you know, just to check in with yourself and then kind of try to figure out, okay, am I feeling anxious? Do I have my normal depression symptoms or a different symptom? And, and can I relax myself? Um, my anxiety after the, uh, the, do- the car accident was off the charts. Uh, I went into, I felt that things weren't quite right. So I went in and I wanted to get a change of my medicine. And I talked to the doctor. She's like, okay, we'll change you. And, and I said, oh, and, and she was getting ready to do the physical exam. And I said, can you check my stomach? And she's like, what's going on with your stomach? I said, 
I think I have a tumor. Oh God. (laughs) And she's like a tumor. Why do you think that? I said, oh gosh, there's this huge ball of cement in my stomach and it feels uh, awful. I can't, I can't eat. I'm, I get nauseous. I want to, you know, I, I, I'm not feeling comfortable. And she said, well, how long has that been going on? I said, oh, two and a half weeks. And she said, well, what happened three weeks ago? I said, oh, I was in a major car accident with my kids. And she's like, well, that's anxiety. And I was like, what? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Similar to you. And you know, what's so funny about that is, is, um, you know, what's really going on, and this is ties it all to the sleep as well. When you're not, when you're anxious and you mm-hmm. can't fall asleep, then, mm-hmm. um, or if you, you do manage to fall asleep and then you wake up again, cause you're not really getting into the deep phase of sleep. What's happening when you get up for the day and you have to go through your day, you are now running on adrenaline. And mm-hmm. in order to keep you going, you're going to have all these powerful chemicals pumping through your body. And mm-hmm. depending upon you know how your gut runs, a lot of times you'll end up feeling that in the gut. Mm-hmm. That's definitely where I feel, if I feel anxiety, it's like a kind of crunching feeling in my stomach as well. And so I right. think that's a great, a great thing for people to clue into because sometimes when you are, especially with anxiety, right? You can be so in your head that you're mm-hmm. not really checking into your body as you were just describing as well. So mm-hmm. if you do go through that check and, 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 and just start to notice some of the things that mm-hmm. you're feeling, first of all, it gets you out of your head and get you into right. the present moment because anxiety really is about being in the future, right? Thinking mm-hmm. about future things. So if you do go ahead and do that check-in as you were just describing, it'll get you back into your body. And I'm glad you talked about the breathing too, because that's our most basic thing. So Mm -hmm. if we can bring ourselves back to our most basic need, um, then that can really help us ground ourselves too. And Mm -hmm. so sometimes, and it depends where, you know, and there's a, like with anything, there's a continuum of, of, physical health, there's a continuum of mental health, there's a continuum of emotional health. And so as you were describing it, depending upon where you are on that continuum, Mm -hmm. then you kind of have to figure out what, you know, what, what the right treatment would be, so to speak, right? And, Mm -hmm. and if you can key into yourself and, and see what's going on, then you can kind of decide, right? Like you said, okay, let me make a concerted effort to get better sleep tonight. Let me make mm-hmm. a concerted effort to eat better today and stay hydrated. And then you gave a certain time frame. Can you just talk through that again? If you don't feel like, you know, mm-hmm. a resolution, if you don't feel things getting better, then. Right. Right. What- so the, the couple things to mention are number one, well, there's three things I always, I always emphasize. Number one, the symptoms are different in all of us. Mm-hmm. So, and especially men, men have completely different symptoms Number two is that if you're feeling that you or someone you love or work with is not quite feeling their self and you're concerned about them uh, or you're concerned about yourself for two weeks, if it's lasting two weeks, because that's when it kind of crosses the the spectrum of, you know, I've got the blues today versus, um, you know, I'm depressed and not able to move into, you know, get out of my bed. So it kind of, you know, goes in, you know, there's a huge spectrum, but definitely not the blues if it's lasting two weeks or longer. And, uh, and so then you talk, call your doctor right away for people who are uh, managers or leaders, 
you know, give their employee that they're concerned about the day off to see the doctor uh, because it's, it's something that needs to be looked at and, and di- diagnosed or, you know, at least give peace of mind. Yeah. And then the third thing is that it's a disease. It's not something you can just shake off. Uh, there's people in my family that still believe I could just shake it off and you can't. Um, so definitely get your help. And if you were diabetic, if you had high cholesterol or, um, you know, high blood pressure, you'd get that treated from a doctor. And this is nothing different than that. Absolutely. Those are three great points. And then, um, I think, uh, as you just said about, um, you know, if you had a physical condition, you, mm-hmm. you treat it. I, we have so long as a society viewed mental health in a different way. And I think mm-hmm. we're moving the needle, uh, but yes. we still have a long way to go. But I hope people um, that are really, you know, thinking about this, listening and thinking about this today can say, you know, hey, it's just, it's a part of me. It's a, like my mm-hmm. physical self, my mental self is the same and it all deserves the right kind of treatment. Um, and and I will just say, you know, if anybody is, um, you know, sleep really can drive all these things. These things can then further interrupt your sleep. So if you're mm-hmm. just not feeling great, I do have a screening on my website that you can take it to see if you may be showing some signs of counterfeit sleep. And then that can help you figure out, you know, what what's what's driving what and what your next best step might be so cindy thank you so much as we finish up here i'd like to ask you uh two questions and the first one is um if you were able to put up a bullet uh, sorry a billboard somewhere you know knowing that billboards are relatively small and people drive by relatively quickly what Mm -hmm. message would you like to put up That is such a great question. My message would be, have you checked your mental health today? Nice. Very Mm -hmm. nice. Because Mm -hmm. yeah, we we need to key into it. We need to keep it on our minds. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so then my last question for you is how will people uh, find you? How can people reach out and um, get in touch with you? They can, they can visit my website, cindychosick.com or my uh, ghostwriting site is so connected LLC.com. Chosik is kind of a hard name to spell. So I like to give both of them yeah. one way or the other, they'll get I to think me. That's a good idea. <laughs> well, Cindy, thank you so much for sharing, uh, you know, your story with, with us here on the Counterfeit Sleep Podcast. Absolutely. And especially, yeah, you know, for Mental Health Month, we really need to um, give, give some good energy to our mental health and keep it on our radars. And I think you've definitely helped us to do that. So I thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your work too, Tara, because I uh, really learned a lot from you about when we've had our chats about sleep and you're always in my mind when I'm losing sleep. I I think back to the checklist I took on your website, which is fantastic. And uh, I think back to that and I'm like, okay, Tara would tell me this. Well, thank you so (laughs) So, much, Cindy. I really appreciate you giving me that positive feedback. Thanks again. Okay. Thank you. When you're ready for your aha moment, when you're ready to have more energy, increased productivity, and a reflection in the mirror you love, go to counterfeitsleep.com and take the counterfeit sleep screening. Today's sponsor asks this important question. Have you done a mental health check today? Have you been feeling off? How long have you felt that way? Cindy Chosick is a speaker ghostwriter, and author who connects the dots to the symptoms, solutions, and sound bites 
so we can help ourselves, our teams, and our loved ones. Learn more at GetSoConnected.com. That ends this episode of the Counterfeit Sleep Podcast, where we help you answer today's most important health and wellness question, is your sleep making you tired? Follow us to get the stories, the science, and the solutions to help you take your counterfeit sleep journey. And leave us a review to help other people find us. Thank you. And remember, if your sleep is making you tired, it's time to change that and get back to being you. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.